Thanks to GigaPoints for supporting the Apple Bits XL. GigaPoints is a site that helps you find the best credit card. GigaPoints uses data to pinpoint the cards that will give you the most points based on your actual spending. See how much you could earn at gigapoints.com slash applebits. All right, everybody, let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? What's up? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Tong here, a.k.a. BTZ, your host, bringing the most for everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. And everybody, before we start this, I just got to keep it real with you because I was about to do the show and then I got just the horrible, sad news of Chadwick Boseman passing. And, you know, that that I wanted to take a moment to recognize him because, A, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And not only are we in a a climate right now where things aren't the greatest when we talk about coronavirus and kind of the weight of that. But you hear another passing like this. And for someone like me who I was actually really lucky um, and my old employer, we did a shoot with him and I got a chance to just briefly talk to him and meet him. But it wasn't that that stood out to me. I think just to just hear me out for a second, you know, seeing a person of color as a superhero on screen was even though that person was not Asian or Asian American was powerful to me because it it was some you know I read comics all the time and even in comics there are not many Asian superheroes there just aren't and for some people they can't relate to this feeling but knowing that he was coming on screen and then actually seeing it I mean there were multiple times in that movie where I was teary eyed and it was just one of those things where I was just so happy and then to know how that influences other young people of all ethnicities to open their minds because. It is true for people in different situations. You don't believe something until you see it. And that is the highest level of showing anyone at any age that anything is possible. And that's an important thing to kind of keep that in mind for all of us. And so I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge and pay respects to Chadwick Boseman. And it was just a really sad passing that hit me hard. But, you know, I think that it reminds us again to be thankful for what we have, the people in our life around us, our loved ones. And man, if you have to stop the podcast right now to tell that person near you that you love them, that family, that friend, you want to call someone up, just do it. Really just do it. It's just moments like this that we are so lucky to still be here. And thank you for listening to that. You know, I just think it's important that we sometimes take a breath of fresh air because, you know, I was about to do the show and I just couldn't. And it was, it's one of those things where there are things that are, you know, this is fun. We are so lucky to talk about tech and care about tech and love tech. There's other things that are way more important than that. So, you know, I just want to say thanks for listening to me on that part and rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. And thank you for all your contributions and how you've inspired so many people young and old. And, you know, people can say Wakanda forever, but I would like to say Chadwick forever. You are forever. Um, And we appreciate you know, how you've inspired us. All right, let's transition over here and get to the show. This is episode 135, everybody. So thank you for hanging all this time with us. And look, there's a lot of big news that may or may not be true or not. But remember, you can always be a part of the show. Just call in. The phone line is no phone line. All you got to do is record a voice memo on your phone, on your computer, whatever platform you are. Then send it into applebitsshow at gmail.com. That's applebitsshow with a Z. Your name, 
where you're from, what you want to talk about, maybe about a minute, minute 30 tops, get right to it. And if you have questions related to Apple or comments or corrections, throw them all our way because it's just a great way to be a part of this show. Also, got to thank all of you for all of your continued support. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is the way to do it. It starts at $2 per month. It goes up to $5, which is a cup of coffee if that's what value I brought to you every month. And then it goes to 10 to 25 to the $100 platinum level. But there's a lot of ways and things that you get out of it. You first get early access to content. You get kind of these different perks at different levels and also a completely ad-free version of this show. You don't hear what I just talked about. You hear none of that. You just get right in the show. So patreon.com slash Brian Tong is the way to support it. And I'm so grateful for all the support that you all have given me. All right, let's get into the news. And I think the big news from this week, whether it's true or not, but it, it to me, it's true because John Prosser just dropped a bunch of bombs as usual. I mean, he is really the premier Apple leaker today with his contacts. And so what he did is he showed off screenshots of the settings from a purported iPhone 12 Pro Max. Now, this is what they call a product validation test model. That is pretty much the last phase before they go into mass production. So they're producing around a thousand to, I believe, is it 20,000 units of this to kind of get all the kinks out and say like, are we ready to roll? We are ready to roll. So it does have earlier software on it, but this is as final as it gets before they go into mass production. So the devices he had, he showed off screenshots of some of the features that have not been confirmed by anyone yet, but have been kind of rumored and tossed around. The first one in the camera settings shows that there is an actual LiDAR sensor that is, you know, the sensor that helps with augmented reality and builds those environments. It will enable a LiDAR-assisted autofocus and subject detection for video and night mode. So that's confirmed as a setting in the camera. So we're gonna get a LiDAR sensor in the new, let's say at least iPhone 12 Pro Max. This was not an iPhone 12 Pro. This was not an iPhone 12. There might be differences at those different levels, most likely. So at least for the iPhone 12 Pro Max, you're definitely looking to get a LiDAR sensor. The other thing, two new video modes that you can enable. One of them, 4K video at 120 frames per second. The other one, 4K video at 240 frames per second slow-mo. Those are two extremely welcome video shooting modes that we've seen in other cameras from many competitors. So Apple's finally come to the table with that. Another feature enabled enhanced night mode. Now this would enable night mode with extended exposure times. It'll only be available with a tripod or when the device is on a steady surface. The setting is unaffected by the LiDAR sensor as well. Again, these are not completely confirmed, but this is what we see based on the software screenshots from John Prosser. The other one, everyone's talking about 120 hertz refresh rate. Will we see it or will we not? According to Prosser, it's at least active and enabled on this 12 Pro Max model. The setting is called enable high refresh rate. And it says, please check your PVT. That's that early model right before the final phase. It says, please check if your PVT model supports high refresh rate. So this might mean that we don't see 120 Hertz in maybe the general iPhone 12. Maybe we don't even see it in the iPhone 12 Pro and only in the iPhone 12 Pro Max. We had talked about how the components look like they were hard to acquire. You know, there's been reports that iPhone 12 with 120 hertz, they have the actual displays, 
but they're having a hard time. And when I say they, I mean Apple acquiring the actual integrated circuit that allows the display to talk to the processor. So it's kind of like the middleman between the two. Reportedly, there's a shortage of those, and it might mean that Apple would end up either delaying the iPhone even more for the models that were expected to get 120 hertz refresh or completely scrap the feature and just launch with 60 hertz displays like they always have. And I would personally, you know me, I like it smooth as butter. I love 120 hertz refresh rate. I live and breathe on that stuff on the iPad Pro. But, you know, how how many of us, maybe a lot of us listening, how many of us does that really matter? Is it arguably 1% to 2% of the iPhone user base really cares about 120 hertz refresh rate? Because I could tell you, yes, it's smoother. But I would argue 9 out of 10 people, if you held the phone side by side, they'd see it. Half of those people would miss it. Maybe a few would say like, oh, I, I see it. But overall, it wouldn't, st- it wouldn't stop a majority of people who are already looking to buy a new iPhone 12 Pro from getting an iPhone 12 Pro. It just wouldn't stop them from doing that. So I think that 120 hertz for the tech, tech people like us, we care. We want it. We've seen it on so many phones already. It's like, come on, Apple, you're going to do it. But guess what? Apple is such a mainstream, broad consumer product that I honestly don't think it would even even make a dent on their sales what maybe one percent you know less people were willing to upgrade because of that but i think a majority of people who are ready to upgrade who have a phone that's two three four five years older they're just going to get the new iphone or whatever that next iphone is they're already kind of set their mind on it 120 hertz just doesn't really matter as much so we hype it up but at the end of the day the larger world that really is the ones driving this iPhone sales and conversation, they don't care. They just don't care. Rumors continue to persist about Apple selling the iPhone 12 models with a charger, without a charger or ear pods in the box. We know this. It continues to come up. The, every time you hear that story, it just becomes more and more real. So some of the most recent things that have been floated around, right? The 120 hertz display is still to be determined. It's still up in the air. Although John Prosser not only showed screenshots of the settings, he had a physical video of what is purportedly an iPhone 12 Max from his source in the dark so they wouldn't reveal where they were or exactly what the device looked like. With those settings on there, we've seen those in a video clip. And also the other thing thrown around, no earpods wired and no charger, portable power adapter charger, AC charger. I said it like three different ways in the box to potentially offset costs as well as the fact that many of us have these for the 5G phones. We know so much about these phones. It's kind of, I think that more more than any other phone model, the hype for this is pretty, I think it's pretty low. Now I will say the 11 Pro surprised the heck out of me because the battery was so good and the camera was so good. But now that we already have established those two things, How much better will the camera be? Will battery life be affected more now? Will it have 5G? And will the 120 hertz come or not? Those are those kind of the the four factors that can decide if this is, you know, worthy upgrade, at least if you're an 11 Pro person. I, I would say right now, even without even seeing it, most 11 Pro people probably don't need to go up to a 12 Pro. That's just how I see it. We'll we'll find out soon. Also, drop test by phone buff. I'm not sure if you saw this, but 
he did a drop test between the new Galaxy Note 20 Ultra and which has the new Gorilla Glass Victus on it. It's the, kind of their newer, tougher glass. And he did a drop test, which is not just like, oh, dangling off the side of your pocket and falling and see what happens. He He's pretty fair about it where he has a specific kind of robot mechanism that drops him at the same height, at the same angle, at the same exact time and evaluates the, the damage that's happened. And so what happened is in this test, quite honestly, versus the iPhone 11 Pro Max, the iPhone 11 Pro Max is using Gorilla Glass 6. Now, Apple never officially confirms they're using Gorilla Glass, but we all know they have a special contract with Gorilla Glass that makes the glass for them, but they don't call it Gorilla Glass. So the Gorilla Glass 6 on the iPhone 11 Pro pretty much shattered on the back and the front. The Note 20 Ultra with this new Gorilla Glass Evictus generation part of like a corner had cracks but you didn't see the widespread screen shatter or rear shatter that we got on the iphone 11 pro and i'm not saying that look drops are always unpredictable but this victus glass looks like the real deal and the expectation is that this new victus glass will also be on the new iphone 12 pro at launch so we will see some more apple product heat we have heard the rumblings of a potential new iPads and Apple Watches coming sometime in early September, potentially. But what was just leaked out recently was an alleged iPad Air 4 manual that depicts an all-screen display similar to the iPad Pro design with a limited bezel with Touch ID built into the power button. Now, this is, again, coming directly from photos of a physical iPad Air 4 manual that is yet to be seen. It originates from the Chinese social media platform Zhao Hongshu, and it was shared on Twitter by a leaker. So this is interesting because, look, we haven't seen other than iPad Pros, any other iPads adopt that super slick design. There's been a back and forth, whether it's an 11-inch iPad Air or a 10.8-inch iPad Air. It's going to be somewhere in between that but again um you know even what was kind of funky is that there's some confusion around the whole implementation of the touch id where some people are even claiming that'll be on the screen i don't know about that i mean this manual pretty much says it's going to be on the the uh, power button but we will see anyways ipad air 4 with touch id reportedly coming alongside the new apple watches potentially sometime in september and when I see that design as an iPad Air, it looks very nice. Very nice. Another sign of things to come, Apple has registered unreleased Apple Watches and iPads in the Eurasian database. This is the Eurasian Economic Commission. Well, Apple has registered eight Apple Watches and seven iPads and filed them. And of course, they were discovered. They always are discovered. And this is a sign of when Apple is just ramping up and about to release new products. Now, the thing about this is this is legally required for any encrypted devices sold in Armenia, Belarus, Kazakhstan, and Russia. And so that's why we always see this. This has historically been indicators of new products coming soon, whether it was MacBooks, iPads, Apple Watches in the past. So this this pretty much lines up with that. What, this is late August. In the past, they've been released a few weeks after. Not in all cases, but in many cases. So. This would really fit that timeline. So just just get ready. 
Just get ready for some new goodies. I think it's about time we saw some new goodies and had some new hardware to talk about. All right, big thanks again to GigaPoints for sponsoring the Apple Bits XL. And did you know that with the right credit card, you could be earning hundreds or even thousands of dollars in rewards every year? Well, GigaPoints is a site that matches you with the best cards for the way you actually spend. So you can score cash back, free travel, and a whole lot more. It's quick and easy to use, so there's no answering a bunch of questions or doing a lot of research. Simply create an account and receive your recommendations in a few minutes. The GigaPoints algorithm is the one that does all the work for you. And if you are really serious about protecting your data, GigaPoints never sees any of your login details or credit card numbers as it uses Plaid to intake information. That is the same tool used by Venmo, American Express, and Coinbase. So your banking information is encrypted and secured during the process. It also maximizes your personal reward potential. So other credit card sites have this kind of one size fits all approach to show you what will make them the most money. GigaPoints only wants to find the best deals for you personally. So I signed on with a new credit card. Remember when I tried to do that whole thing with the Apple card back in the day and it was a pain in the butt. I don't know if you remember because I had to go like back and forth with them. I think it went at least past three months. I pretty much gave up and then on a fluke, I finally filled in my information again and four months later or so, I got the Apple card. So on GigaPoints, you don't have to do that. You connect it to the credit cards you already have. You log into your bank accounts, then they can pull your spending habits based on categories and break that down with you. It has this kind of fun little animation. And then it also offers you a card that will get you the best money back. So I guess I have a good one for what I do because they were able to suggest a few different ones that got me back a little more cash than I already have, but it doesn't hurt to even try their service out and see if there are better options out there for you. Every time I put in different account information, they definitely gave me at least an option if I wanted to switch it up. So to see how much you could be earning on your credit card each year, go to gigapoints.com slash applebits. That's G-I-G-A points.com slash applebits. All right, we have plenty more uh, Fortnite fun and Apple to talk about. So here's the latest I mean, I, I would almost say the battle is done and Apple's just said, hey, it ain't happening today. Apple has finally terminated Epic Games' developer account. So remember, they threatened to do that. Over the past week, what had happened is that in a temporary order, a judge ruled that Apple has every right to remove the Fortnite game. Um, and with them submitting this whole go around to buy V-Bucks, their currency, for cheaper and try and skirt Apple's 30% cut. A judge ruled that, no, Fortnite, you can't do that, and Apple has every right to remove your app. That's what actually has happened now. It is past August 28th, so no more Fortnite on the App Store. If you're an iOS user and you happen to have the earlier versions that are still running, uh, you won't be able to update them. But here's the thing, the new season pass that has all these new Marvel characters just came out, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you have an iOS version that is working, you instantly feel completely left out. There's new mechanics, there's new characters, there's new map stuff. It's it's just a different beast. It already feels dated. So that happened. The other part of the judge's uh, temporary order is that Apple also said they were going to take down every Epic Games tool. And part of that is the Unreal Engine tools that other apps use. The judge ruled that Apple cannot take that down. So ultimately... Epic is still doing this campaign. They put out like email saying Apple is forcing us to take down the app. And we know what Epic was trying to do. And it didn't work unless they get a judge to rule in their favor to make Apple change things. And that hasn't happened yet. So 
instead of Epic, you know, giving Apple a 30% cut and Epic keeping 70%, right now Epic is getting nothing percent. I'm curious to see how long that lasts. Epic says, we've submitted our app three times, but every time they've submitted it, it still has the workaround for people to pay them directly. So it'll be interesting to see how long this lasts. And guess what? If you didn't think Apple was petty, do you, have, have you noticed Apple can be petty over, over all these years? Yeah, Apple's petty. So what did they do? Well, you know, they just promoted in today on the App Store, right? Those big tiles where people are directed and driven to apps. They promoted in the top spot, PUBG. <laughs> Basically, Fortnite's like biggest mobile competition when it comes to mobile third-person shooters. It is so petty. It's pretty hilarious, honestly. Apple, in a statement, confirmed that the Epic Games account has been removed and said it's disappointing that the termination had to happen. They basically said, hey, moving forward, they're more than welcome to come back as long as as they're willing to follow the guidelines that everyone else does. And how can you blame them? I think they both have their own beef. I think there's a middle ground. Right now, the middle ground by the judges is, hey, Epic, you can keep your developer tools for everyone else, but you ain't going to do that. You signed up to the same rules that everyone else did, even though they're still not exactly the same, but that's where we're at. So iOS gamers, I know this actually literally directly affects my family because typically one of my nieces and nephews plays on an iOS device, one plays on a PlayStation, and one plays on a Switch. Well, now only two people can play unless they start busting out a PC. So that's going to... That's kind of got to be tough. I don't think people are going to be super happy about that. I don't think so. Also, a new iOS 14 beta 6 came out. There's just a few, few tweaks. There's a new spatial audio setting that is there. It is active, but it does not work. It's in the accessibility settings, and it's called spatial audio. It's a toggle to follow iPhone. And so that that's the whole thing where when you move your head, it treats it like you're still in the same spot and the speakers are positioned in the same spot if you're watching a movie on an iPhone or a tablet. So that's, I I can't wait to try that. I think the whole spatial audio addition to the iPad AirPods Pro is really cool. The alarm clock kind of has a new look where the time when you want to set it, it's it's like outlined in orange. So it tells people like, hey, you can just kind of drag and scroll this. Okay. And then there's a new splash screen for maps that details what one of our callers called about last week about cycling navigation, There's also new curated guides from trusted brands to kind of give you the best places to visit if you're visiting new towns or locations. And then speed cameras, warnings where there are speed cameras and red light cameras along your route. That's dope. We had heard about that, but now at least there's like an icon for it. Icons for it on the splash screen for the camera app. Also, maybe a little surprising, according to Bloomberg, Apple is losing share of the wireless earbuds marketplace despite growing AirPod sales. Now we know the AirPods are just absolutely exploding. Apple counted for nearly half of all sales of true wireless earbuds in 2019 and is expected to grow to 82 million units this year. This is according to Bloomberg's report. However, its lead has been eroded by the arrival of Chinese brands called them cheaper wireless earbuds because let's be real everyone can make them cheaper than apple and it's actually shrinking apple share to just over a third of the market right now where it used to be or accounted for almost half that's a that's a big difference about 35 percent of it xiaomi remains in second place with 10 percent. samsung is in third with six percent and you have others 
You know, there's other options that are around 90 bucks, 180 bucks that have um, noise canceling in them as well. And they're wireless. Even something like the Galaxy Buds Live, those are at 170. Apples are at two, are they 249 or 229? Jeez, I can't remember off the top of my head. It's one of those, but it's still at least $50 higher than any of those that I mentioned. But that's the power of the ecosystem. Apple's still cranking away on those AirPods and AirPods Pro. It doesn't matter. People are still buying them at the price that they're putting them at. Also, Apple settles a class action lawsuit over Powerbeats 2 and agrees to pay $9.7 million, which is a drop in the bucket for a company that is swimming in over $200 billion in cash and was recently worth $2 trillion. So these are the Powerbeats 2 that were kind of the workout earbud headphones with the loops over the ears, which I actually owned. Um, They were first released in 2015, but they had a defect that could cause them to stop working and fail to retain a charge after just minimal usage. So this is a class action lawsuit that has been settled and Apple will be paying out people and you will be contacted. I don't even know if everyone has taken advantage of the whole iPhone battery gate thing. I talked about it like two or three episodes and I stopped, but I hope you do. It would be smart to do. Another interesting thing that Apple's trying to do, and look, bless their hearts, Apple TV Plus, I'm really just waiting for season two of The Morning Show, which is probably going to be a far way out. And there are some interesting, cool things. There's like the Beastie Boys documentary on there, but I just haven't had time to watch stuff. Like, that's the biggest thing for me. What am I going to choose to make time for? Well, Bloomberg says Apple could be adding augmented reality bonus content to the Apple TV Plus shows in 2021. So this could maybe mean behind the scenes content or creating for something like for all mankind watching like a moonwalking scene in the Apple show. So this new feature is expected to take advantage of scenes from the TV shows with involving characters or objects, just kind of like bonus content. And look, that's not going to make me buy an AR headset from Apple. If it's just Apple TV plus content, I don't know. Is it for you? I, I, I shouldn't undersell the, the fact that there might be some really diehard Apple TV Plus fans who are still not going to renew after the year is over. But I think, I think the service is solid. I think there's quality stuff on there, but uh, how about this? It's not quality enough to make me stop and do things. Like to me still, HBO, Apple's like a wannabe HBO that's still watered down. And it's funny when I say that out loud because I remember calling them that. It's like a PG version of HBO, which is fine. But for someone that enjoys content the way that I do, I instantly go to HBO. I mean, you had the recent Watchmen series, you got Insecure, you have um, Lovecraft Country that I would highly recommend people to check out, which is this crazy like sci-fi fantasy, but set in like the 60s. It's it's kind of amazing, 50s and 60s, late 50s, early 60s, maybe. It's It's kind of amazing. And also... Kind of amazing, but really ugly. Apple, you got to check this out. Just look up Apple iMac iPod prototype. There's pictures that leaked out from Twitter user Donglebook Pro. Think of a Mac Mini from back in the day, the original first-gen Mac Mini that kind of had the silver uh, kind of wrapped edge and then the white, shiny, glossy white top with the Apple logo. They made a Mac Mini version, a prototype version that actually had a physical space on the top, kind of towards the back of it, where you could dock an iPod Nano into it. Could you, and it looks ugly as fugly. It's like, 
just imagine a random iPod Nano when they were like the little rectangle candy bars just sticking straight up with your iMac with your Mac Mini. <laughs> it's weird, but it is kind of fun because now it really inspired me to think, hey, what other weird Frankenstein-like products does Apple have in the back? Lord only knows if they have a MacBook Pro with a touchscreen. I mean, that's a Frankenstein product that I'd like to see. I don't know about you all, but I'd like to see that. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, We didn't get enough calls, so I'm going to hold on to those to bring them into next week's show. But we got to say big thanks to our Patreon supporters at the Platinum Apple level, $100. Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frater, Jarrett Lewis, and Eric Cohen, thank you so much for your generous support. And thank you, everyone, for your ridiculous generous support that allows me to keep on doing this. I can't say anything, but thanks. Patreon.com is how you support this show. But until then, everybody, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you again for letting me kind of talk about Chadwick Boseman. And just, again, let's remind ourselves, 2020 is going to be a year that we will never forget, even though some of us would love to forget it. It hasn't been easy. And uh, just take the time to remember at least what we have, your loved ones, your family, your friends, and let them know that. Just let them know that. I, I can't say that enough. So thanks again for supporting this show. Thanks for being a part of it. Thanks for being part of Apple Bits Nation. I appreciate all of it. And we will talk to you guys next week. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Take care and be safe. Peace. Peace.